Happy holidays, hookers. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. So happy to have you here. Hope you're staying safe. I want to mention before we get to the actual conversation here today, the wonderful sponsor for this video, Art by Payton. It's an awesome Etsy shop run by my friend Payton, and she makes some amazing custom fully recycled magnets. These things are made out of vintage recycled newspapers, comic books, magazines, all the glass is recycled. Anything you know left over from what she makes, fully recycled. She sends you the stuff in recycled packaging. She is so eco-friendly. She's the best. And right now she's doing, if you order three or more items, you get free shipping. Uh, no item, I believe, is over $3. She does magnets in either mini or normal size. Her stuff is just amazing. And I know you may be seeing this on Christmas, so it might be too late to get a gift, but spend some of that stimulus money, y'all. Uh, let me make sure I get the names right here. So she's at etsy.com slash shop slash art by Payton, P-A-D-E-N, or you can find her on Instagram at art by Payton. She's freaking amazing. Please check her out. And thank you, Payton, for sponsoring this video. So today I am talking to my wonderful roommate, friend, and just full on inspiration, Rosie D'Angelo. She is a dancer, choreographer, multidisciplinary artist just does some amazing stuff. And we have so many talks around our apartment where we just dig into the nitty gritty of life and self work, self care. And I think it's a really awesome conversation that we had. And I'm really, really excited to share with you. And before we get started, just special thanks to since it's the holidays, I want to thank Catherine, who does all the sound mixing for these podcasts, because Lord knows I'm a hot mess when it comes to recording audio. Uh, Cole, who does all the graphic design, and also Matt, who does the intro cartoon graphic. Uh, I'm really, really grateful to have amazing collaborators in my life. And I love you guys. And I love you for watching this. And without further ado, here's Rosie D'Angelo. What's up, Rosie? <laughs> Chilling. What's going on? In this very casual format. Very casual. Um, thanks for lending your room for this experience almost any time i'd for, say yeah for the for the holiday special as you can tell we're both dressed up yeah <laughs> donning our red and yeah. off-white yeah this is very christmasy um so i guess this will be coming out on christmas day so uh i guess that's compelling but we're not actually really talking about christmas today at this all this is a non-denominational chat yeah that's true yeah we're all inclusive yeah, we've always prided ourselves on that at Ivy Industries here at Deep End Tyler Ivy. Um, but no, I've I've been wanting to do this since I decided to do the podcast. You're one of the most interesting people I know. And fortunately, my roommate. No so, pressure. No pressure. So you really better <laughs> deliver some philosophical shit or oh, no. you're just going to get fucking Help. roasted online. <laughs> um, no, but I, I think it's kind of the perfect time for it too because you and I are doing a lot of kind of... One of the things we first really bonded on was one journaling and kind of that habit, but just kind of introspective work. And one of the things that I think is either toughest about the holidays or maybe most important is that it's kind of nearing New Year's and all that stuff. And it's a time to to reflect a little bit and see kind of where we want to go in the start of a new year. And I guess I'm kind of curious just what your what your expectations are going into a new year post COVID 2020, you know, just with your life as a dancer, 
choreographer, everything that you do online, kind of what you're prepping in your mind, how you're going to approach a new year, what the end of a year means, stuff like that. Well, I feel like there's two parts to me when it comes to thinking about a new year. There's the part of me that's the inner 14-year-old girl that thinks about starting the year fresh and like donning my best outfit and like spending the like the ball dropping with the people that I love. And then there's the other part of me that just realizes that like the calendar changing isn't actually going to just be this radical shift where like COVID's over and like it's a fresh like that just isn't sustainable. So mm. like I don't know, like to to kind of <laughs> to I'll I'll bring it around, I swear. I was talking I was talking <laughs> to a friend. I was talking to a friend the other day and he was saying that he was offering that the foreplay with like a partner starts the moment after like the previous time, like the moment after the sex is done the time before. He's like right after that, the foreplay for the next time starts. I was like, mm. interesting. But it kind of like, again, to bring it back to this is it's just like there isn't this moment where suddenly like the perfect new iteration of a new year like begins it's like it's already begun like if we want to actually make meaningful change happen when like a new calendar year happens um that's already in progress right so i feel like in a way it's kind of nothing and everything right i've been like Mm. sticking with that mantra so much lately but it's like in a certain way nothing's gonna change when the new year happens but another way everything we've been doing is preparing for what we're trying to become. Mm. So it's like, yeah, I don't think January 1st, we're all going to just like pick up perfect gym habits <laughs> and like start <laughs> meditating daily. Maybe. Yeah. It's mm. it's a nice way to kind of like flip the switch on things that are no longer useful because it's just kind of like, you know, the way that we think about like, okay, like starting Monday morning, I'm not going to eat sugar anymore. It's like there are useful ways to mark time, mm. but in general – yeah, I don't know. It, it can be limiting to put that much pressure on ourselves when we haven't been preparing already. So, right, and to bring it back to what my friend said, it's like the foreplay is already in progress. Yeah. <laughs> so to trust that it's like we're in it right now and like we're already putting the building blocks together and making the foundation and like the New Year is a marker of something, but it doesn't have to be mm. everything. Yeah, I guess part of it too is like I'm a big Joseph Campbell fan and something that he talks about a lot is like how ritual works in in just humans as as a species like kind of as far back as we can go there have always been rituals in place and i think it's such a funny thing what like the new year represents as a kind of marker for people just like how it's oh it's a new month what does that mean that we put so much pressure on oh well it's a new year so this year is going to be my year Mm -hmm. that we put so much kind of build up our anticipation on what a time is going to be that we lose sight of kind of the macro like you said that everything is the foreplay that gets you there great analogy by the way we, we love a sex um, analogy yeah. <laughs> speaks to my inner 14 year old i'm like yeah boobs um <laughs> i see what you mean about titties um but no that everything like the focus i think almost goes away maybe from the actual things that would be a change in our lives when it's like the the micro choices or is it the macro macro or micro micro what do you mean so it's the small choices yeah that matter yeah so whatever we do just throughout our daily lives it's not so much about making like a grand 
oh, it's the new year, so I'm going to the gym every day. Mm-hmm. Kind of those big, those big declarations of a change seem to, to fall apart really quickly. Mm-hmm. And I think, at least for myself, I've learned that anytime I try and do a big thing where I'm like, I don't smoke pot anymore. That's like, oh no, I get like a week and I'm oh, like just oh, <laughs> more than ever. Yeah, <laughs> and then I die. That I think. At least for myself, I've learned that going through the holidays and everything, it can be either a really good time to just like take stock of things, like have an eye towards the future. But more and more, I try and dial it in from being like, you know, I'm making all my big plans for the year because then come the end of the year, when life is life, it's it can almost then just weigh on you. That's mm-hmm. like this year was supposed to be the year that I did this. And I failed. And I failed. Yeah. Even though this year was totally ass anyway, you know, like it, it's kind of just sets us up for failure sometimes when, when you put down yourself. Yeah. I mean, I think like the ability to like anything can be a mantra, right? So like anything Anything that you tell yourself consistently becomes the the tape on repeat in your head. So you can fill that tape with bullshit that's going to make you feel like you're failing mm-hmm. and things that set you up so that when you have a goal like I'm going to smoke weed less and I'm going to go to the gym more, that there's still this dialogue running in the back of your head that's like, you can't do that. Like mm-hmm. we can we can like actually we rewire that so that there's actually a voice in the back going like, no, keep going like you're onto something. And I think that those those are those micro steps that it's like we're slowly like day by day treading more stitches through like the fabric of what we're trying to create. Mm. And we can so that takes like the small shifts in internal dialogue. And that takes something else that I love thinking about is like um, I think it's Eric Godsey that was talking about. And he's quoting someone else. And so it's like, you know, the original, the the seed is lost. The seed of the idea is lost. (laughs) But um, that like we we need to do however much will make us commit to doing however much will make you do the thing. Mm. Right. So he was talking about how he had a friend that made a goal to go to the gym more. And it's like the first day he like drove there and sat in the parking lot and didn't go in. And then the next day he like went in and like put the clothes on. He like changed and he kind of like just walked around. And then the day after that, he, like, picked up one weight. And it's, like, it seems like, you know, if you told someone that, they might not celebrate you to be, like, dude, like, you went to the gym and you go in. Like, what the fuck? But, like, that that small action got him to show up to the practice as opposed to, like, I need to go to the gym today for two hours, which might not have gotten him to leave the couch. Mm. So it's, like, what small steps can I make that will actually get me to do the thing, regardless of how, like, impressive it is in the immediate future like what yeah what micro shifts start to like change my angle on what it is that I'm doing so that by the end of the year it's not like I set such a big goal that I didn't do anything about it it's like I set a big goal and I got 20% of the way there Mm. and then like right the work's never over till we die like we're always working towards something hopefully um so yeah then it's like we can we can unbind ourselves from like January 1st I'm perfect and I gotta keep that shit up it's just like January 1st I'm gonna like try to rewire some things and I'm gonna maybe I'm gonna take a step in a meaningful direction and I don't know if I'm gonna get all the way there by December 31st Mm. I'm probably gonna fall off certain days but like it's the small things that aren't even Mm. noticeable and in that way it's like not even satisfying necessarily like it's so dissatisfying to watch meaningful progress happen because you can't even tell what's going on yeah and then one day you're just like I, you know, I've watched that happen in my body where just one day you're like, holy shit, like I can do this now. And a month ago it hurt me. 
Yeah. And you're just like, wait, when did this happen? And there wasn't a big day where you were like, dear diary, today I did it. Like, it just, it's slowly over time, like, something's suddenly there because you put your head down and you put the work in. Mm. No, 100%. And I think, I'm trying to remember who the, um, this is like a exercise analogy, but I think it applies to just the, like, I'm trying to remember also just the amount of time it takes to actually, like, rewire a circuit pattern in your brain. But I remember it is like, what, like 28 days, something like that to like actually set a new, like neuro pathway or whatever, like, like a new habit. Yeah. A new habit to actually like ground that in your body, how long it takes to put that in. Mm-hmm. I'm probably wrong saying 28 days, but I think it's something like that. It's a couple weeks. Um, and I think what we notice a lot of the time when someone is like trying to go so far in like a size or a large change so they can feel the change as opposed to, or feel the satisfaction of doing it, um, that they eventually like burn out. So mm-hmm. the, the analogy I was going to bring up or more just the method, there's this one guy who talked about the importance of you can either like when you exercise, you can burn your body out to the point of like exhaustion. So then the next day you're sore, you're achy. And we track that as like, yeah, I did the work mm-hmm. because I'm hurting. I feel something. I feel something. But then it's like, okay, so then the next time you exercise a few days later or the next day, but like the next time you exercise that muscle, you may still be kind of fatigued. So you don't perform as well. And gradually you taper off. Whereas if you, instead of going 100% and burning out, that you approach something from like 70%, but a consistent 70%, that's like every day I'm, I can reach that. And that's realistic that over time you end up doing more work because you exercise smart, not necessarily just hard. Mm -hmm. And I think it's such a like American thing to romanticize the struggle of like doing a big, bold thing, you know, because that's like the romantic idea of, oh, my God, like uh, I want a six pack. So every day I'm going to do a thousand crunches. I'm just going to do it so I can't move. Mm -hmm. Those people usually give up. It's like the rare person who's like, yeah, my new thing is I fucking crunch the <laughs> fuck out of myself. My daily 1,000. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, good morning. <laughs> like, it doesn't happen. There's like the rare person. But even then, I feel like it's kind of like fluffed up a bit. Yeah. Um, and the, and and show me the sit-ups. Like, are, right, they, yeah. are they garbage? Like, Yeah, they're just kind of like, like Questionable nestle-y. at best. Yeah, they're like, one, two, three, four, yeah. five. Like, how? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think. And just how does that apply to to personal work? Um, cause even for me, like I used to get up early and journal every day and meditate every day. And I haven't, I haven't done that, but then there's something about when I stop, like then judging myself, if there's a day I miss it, that it used to be like a downward thought spiral of like, oh, I missed it today. Like I'm fucking it up. And then the next day I'd sleep in longer. And you're like, might as well. I already ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. That like, then you're almost building your new pathway of like, whatever, I fucked it up that you just build on that. Mm-hmm. And it's such a, you, I, I got it started on, I always fuck his name, Eckhart Tolle. Tolle? Tolle. Fuck, it sounds like a Game of Thrones person. Anytime I hear, I'm like from House Tolle. Um, but that book has been rocking my socks. I'm trying to remember which one, a better- A New uh, World. A New World, is so. that? I think that's what it's called. I think so. It's so fucked that like, I'm reading a book and actively don't know the title. But it's not important. I, I think it, um. <laughs> it's been speaking to me so much just about basically like what we identify ourselves with. And I think 
again, not to keep like tying it to New Year's, but I think it's something that's on my mind holiday wise, like just this time in general is that we let our habits or our identity get wrapped up in just so much of like what we do or how we're perceived that so many of like the New Year's resolutions or things like that are always like about changing your body or changing your diet or, you know what I mean? Like mm. it, not like necessarily superficial because health is like important, but. But you're like anticipating your projection. Like you're anticipating the way that other people receive your outward projection. Yeah. And like yeah. that progress never really feels good. Right? If you're thinking mm -hmm. about like, I want that person to think I'm like super awesome. It's like, <laughs> why don't, why aren't we more curious about like how it feels mm -hmm. to be like the type of person you want to be? Because I think that's, that's what keeps me like when I miss a day of like journaling or meditating or whatever, like the first thing that I think is not like you fucked up, like you promised someone else you'd do this thing. The thing I think of is like how good I feel when I do do those things. And then it becomes a promise to me. And like, I don't really care as much telling other people about it. Yeah. Because also like no one wants to hear you be like i meditate every day like absolutely nobody gives a fuck. no one's trying yeah. to hear that especially people that don't meditate every day they don't want to hear it <laughs> like congrats cool, like dude. you yeah. sat there nice. for 30 minutes awesome yeah. also you said doo-doo but i do think it's important <laughs> to <laughs> i couldn't let that go i'm gonna have to watch back but i know for certain i went <laughs> <laughs> keep me on my toes just never growing up um no but it's so true and it's it's like just questioning like why we actually do things as just as an individual, what is guiding my actions? And so often I think it is just about like, almost because we're taking our identity as whatever we're given by other people about us, mm -hmm. that we build our identity. So it's not a inner relationship. It's okay, I'm compiling like, what did Rosie say? She said, I did a good job. She saw me journaling today, so that's good. Um, my mom said I'm special. Like. <laughs> bad no, examples now, now i gotta keep this up yeah it is yeah i need to keep showing my mom i'm special that like we're we're trying to maintain an identity that is purely based on other people's views and then operating in a social media sphere which i think you and i we talked about before like what how we even like got started in like sharing stuff of ours like me being making videos or music you was sharing your dance and everything and actively putting that out is like how has our relationship either changed or stayed the same with like the information that we get from others, if it's mm -hmm. still important or not, because we actively share things like this podcast, it's dependent on being heard. So mm -hmm. us as artists, the whole thing is having a, our stuff be received, you know, experience, whether it's a good reaction or bad, what matters still is that we have something to say and we hope that it's received. Right. You know, so like, how do we have a, a healthy relationship with that if we're also staying open to what people say, you know? Right. Well, what's so exhausting, too, is like if there's too frequent of a check in of like how other people are perceiving you, it's like the thing itself is lost, like the magic of the offering gets diluted. Right. Mm. Like when I don't know, I talk about it a lot with dancers, but there's something funky that happens the second you hit the record button. Mm. whatever it is that you're working on it's like everyone gets like oh, oh like you forget <laughs> i'm like y'all did you feel that happen i'll be in rehearsal i'm like did you feel how when i turned it on to record it and i told you that i might post it that everyone got like weird like it's like this, this strange feeling of like a hypothetical witness 
Mm. that like you feel like later somebody's going to witness the thing that you've done that felt like an intimate, vulnerable, private experience. And you get like so fixated on like check checking on it almost mm-hmm. like checking on like, am I doing it? Am I, am I am I doing it right? And then you pull yourself out of the moment. It's like, I don't know. I've had people get on me because I'm the type of person in the kitchen that like, <laughs> as you maybe saw this morning when we were making breakfast, it's like I'll check the oven like i'll check how shit's doing in there so often that people are like dude you're letting the heat out mm. like i'm check. Yeah. i mean i saw i get so obsessive about like how am i doing checking on it, instead of just being like it's been five minutes like those potatoes are not done <laughs> like you don't need to check on it like just keep doing what you're doing and like mm. trust that the progress is being made like you put them in you did everything right the oil like you're prepared for this experience to just transpire mm. And it's, I don't know, like, I think about the, like, stop opening the oven door analogy so much it's with, like, my analogy, my, pro- my processes. Yeah, because it's, like, so often we check on how, how we're doing that it's, like, mm-hmm. then the offering feels somehow less, right? Like, and it's, it's a scary thing, too, about success that I feel like, yes, musicians and artists and all of that, like, you're totally allowed to whatever, like, change your brand and change what your music sounds like. But I feel like for me, I can pick up on sometimes when I feel like an artist got popular Mm. and then their stuff like is ever so slightly tweaked and it has this air of like not only do I do I know I know what I'm doing is being well received but now I feel like I have to show up in a particular way to like keep that up Mm. it's like just it's weird thing it's like a weird dichotomy of like confidence and also just like fear that it's short-lived yeah that might get taken from you well it's also like building a career based off of how other people like receive you that when you do become big it's like okay i've reached uh, yeah i'm coming from the i'm living it right now i have a hundred followers um you know what i mean but like you reach like a tier that kind of you strive for for so long that all of a sudden and this is hypothetical i have no fucking clue maybe green day just blows but i think <laughs> Separate <laughs> Billy, <podcast. what> happened? <laughs> um no but i think like there has to be something about like when you as an artist like reach a certain tier that you you're you built to a certain point and it's like well i don't want to lose this so now i need to please all these people mm. that the the relationship changes from like i'm creating from within that now i'm creating a product that's going to keep these people mm-hmm. you know because without without an audience an artist is just kind of not to say it's no longer valuable but i think the thing about art is its self-expression to be received yeah it reaches people yeah and like obviously you do things for the passion that you just love doing it and it's the process that you love but then it there's something so not satisfying about if i just make i've made videos and then i just don't put it out and it's like the biggest like blue balls in the world where it's just ugh, like I put all this time and now nothing's gonna come of it mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um it is strange and trying to just like keep a healthy relationship with yourself that's like i'm just making these podcasts because i love it and i think it's there's value in it and i think it resonates with people but at the same time it's like i know i'm still conscious of what people think Mm -hmm. and be it i'm doing theater i'm putting out music i'm doing this eventually i'm dancing in the background of one of your instagram things like it's i'm always going to be like uh, like ever so slightly just conscious of how people receive it Mm. is that something that like gets easier for you or is that still something that like i don't know 
<laughs> not 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 the expert in this conversation, but but you're so like you're so consistent with what you put out that I think that's worth noting. Yeah, you know I, mean? I was really good for like probably six months about posting something every single day. Like I did not miss a day for probably six months. And you keep talking just, as I adjust a camera. Great, I'm listening to you <laughs> <laughs> as I squirrel around your couch. Um, yeah, it's like what oh yeah i post i posted every single day for six months and and that's the thing that i was actually gonna say too that it's like i reached a point where i realized something was like an outdated belief structure almost like originally posting every day was a means for me to get over some of that like feeling of like almost voyeurism right mm -hmm. that like people see me or that i could do something and think it's good and some 12 year old girl from another country is just gonna comment and be like you did the same thing yesterday. And I'm just like, wait, or like, Fuck yeah, people, you, people are like, <laughs> it's insane. Like the people just, people have no chill on the internet. And, but it's just like, so I was just like, okay, more, 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 more. Right. Because if you put out like 300 videos and people shit on 50 of them, it's just like, you start to learn that it's just like, people will do this. But if you mm. put out 50 videos and people shit on all 50, it's like, yeah, well, uh, oh like, my God. Yeah, it messes with you. <laughs> so it's just like, for a while, I was trying to post every day because I, you know, two reasons. One, originally it was just like, I need to get out of my own head. I need to get used to what I was talking about earlier, where it's like, put the camera on and stop dancing in a way that hurts your back. Like, I noticed that for a while. It's like, I would dance by myself and it would feel great. And I was like, all right, just keep this, Rosie. Put the camera on. Put it in the mm. corner. Don't think about it. Like, keep doing exactly what you were just doing. And I'll just start using all these muscles that were hurting me. And mm. I was like, what is that? And also, like, hey, I'm sure I show up to every audition and do the same thing. And then I'm getting mm. cut. And I'm like, what's going on? Why? Why would this happen? <laughs> and, like, so I, I, I made the promise to myself to do that every single day. Because I was like, just, like, just get shit out. Even if a lot of it's not good. Like, I would post stuff and be like, Ugh. It's not that good, but just put it up there. Like it gets 10 likes, whatever, right? Mm. And then it turned into like, I realized, you know what? Like this isn't about like every day being like, how many likes did I get today? Like less than yesterday, I can't have this. It's like, it was mm. less about that. And it was more just about like, now I'm documenting my progress because mm. there would just be days that I would like sit up um, when I should be sleeping and I would scroll back on my own feed and just look and be like, wow, like look at how I've been working on unknowingly and improv working on the same move. Like, and I go back three months and I see how like, I could see the place on my hip locked up and wouldn't let me do it. Mm. And that video got 10 likes, right? And then it's like, however many months later, I put another thing up and it's similar. And it's like, I've processed enough information that I can see the progress. And even if the next video gets like nine likes, right? It's not about other people noticing the difference because I can track. It's like a, like a, like a video journal, mm. right? So now it's just like, I post when I feel called to post and it still gives me that experience and that satisfaction of looking back and noting progress and like celebrating the things that are moving again, like micro moving in the right direction for me, mm -hmm. knowing that like from November 11th to 12th, I'm not going to look at those videos and be like, did I lose three pounds? Like those <laughs> things, you know, like you don't notice things like that. You don't, not that I'm trying to lose three pounds, yeah. <laughs> but it's just like, you don't notice those With little what shifts. we've been eating. That's not happening anyway, but hey, we good. <laughs> we, 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 good. we do outside of do. all the croissants the past. Okay. Half we yeah. we split well it today. tis the season I guess but let I, the record show that we split one croissant today yeah yeah and all right in fairness I'm the one who's really been doing <laughs> I've been cool. eating a projecting lot. Nice. yeah yeah <laughs> this is your fault um no but that's a great way to approach it 
I dig that just kind of as a way of like changing it where, you know, you're not just going on to be like, how many likes did I get? But you can use it as a way of just tracking yourself, tracking mm. progress. And that's, that's sick though. I think what's interesting is it's like when I, when I watch stuff that I do, like this is about to sound very egotistical, but like I watch my YouTube videos and I just laugh. I'm like, oh my God, like, I'm funny. man, I was clever. But that's <laughs> but like, the best. Like, but, isn't that good? Like, I don't know. That, I think that's great. No, so I think it is. shit and be like. And it's weird though, because it's like, it, it makes this weird thing where like I have confidence in myself, but then there's like this inner critic that's just like in the corner with like a sniper rifle just like aimed at me. Like he has like the, like ready. And as when I'm least expecting, it's just like the most like doubt. So it's even like, this is the fourth podcast I've done that the first two have two dislikes on them. And I'm like, the fact that like those two things will stick with me more. I'm like, what? There's something about the anonymity of the internet that gets to you because it's not like you're getting the response from like a live audience or something. It's just flat out someone somewhere just being like, like yeah. this blows they and might not even watched it yeah they're, they're just fuck like this guy. fuck your face <laughs> your stupid fucking white face like who knows but there's just something so weird about how much that can get to you and maybe it's because we can fill in the gaps of who this person is or why they don't like it that maybe whatever insecurity we felt is then validated mm -hmm. or you find validation because it's like yeah i sucked mm. like i remember i the first acting job i had in new york i remember oh man this was like one of the worst months of my life i was like <laughs> so pumped this is like right out of college i'm like wow like I, I have my first you know acting job up here it's like a week of rehearsal then we go on tour for a little bit and i remember i got in felt like i was so prepared and the first day of rehearsal i'm just like eating shit the entire time like every harmony that comes up i fuck it up all this shit and like they keep stopping they have to adjust me and i'm like what is happening? Like I prepared so long for this and it's completely just like, <laughs> like I'm just taking a massive shit in the middle of rehearsal. And the no way you did that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, I thought I would distract them. So I just dropped trowel and fucking chat. But like, I, that is still like, that rocked me so deep to my core because I fully, the way that I would believe in myself with like videos or something like that. And then you leave college like, oh, I'm hot shit. I, I was the lead in musicals that like you get out and immediately just like boom, humbled mm. that there's something about like you can almost become so sure of yourself that you're not even actually listening to yourself. Mm. And and I try to always keep since then. I try so hard to keep a realistic um stream of reflection going where I I don't necessarily get lost in just the either like, oh, this is going really well or going really badly, but trying to just take it at face value because I don't know necessarily how what I'm doing is actually coming out or being received, you know? Mm. And it, it it's a hard balance that I haven't even fully figured out yet, especially because I change what I'm doing with my life every week. So like, it's more, I'm still just like, trying things but i feel like that that experience almost broke me as an artist i was like i don't know if i can do this anymore mm. like i'm quitting performing i'm so embarrassed you know yeah because you yeah i guess it shattered my image of what i thought 
I was. Right. But then it's also like you can also just have an off day or an off whatever. That, or that, be in the wrong place at the right time. Like maybe that just wasn't your your show. No, it was not. Let me. I, I won't say the name, but God help me if anyone who's in that show watches this, they're gonna be like, yeah. But what's nice is it's like even then, it's I'm still friends with all of them. Like everyone in the cast, I was like, sorry y'all, let's try the harmony again. <clears throat> like it yeah. just you know. Well, it's like a bad relationship, right? Like when you're mm. in it, if it's not the right one, it's like everything it's just like a hard hit like you're just like arguing and your friends are like who are you right now like you're being annoying when you guys hang out like don't bring your girlfriend like it's you know yeah. like you just become this other this other thing um uh, i was gonna say too like the um the idea that you could just there's moments in your career where like you your image of yourself as you thought that it was that you could preserve even mm. especially maybe if it's an image of yourself that you start to like and you get attached to right like when you start to feel confident and you're like this is me like i'm showing up in this way i'm going to be successful that mm. it's like so necessary for it to still be like shatterable like mm. and i think that goes two ways one like keeping people around you that can give you constructive criticism like with your best interest in mind right because there's the mm. friend that like just wants to tell you like they just want to poke holes in your stuff. Like I was, I mean, we've talked about this before, but like I just launched an online course and it's like an eight week online movement thing. I'm very excited about it. It's going really well. I'm like working with people that I'm just like humbled that want to train with me, but there's certain people I'll talk to about it and they'll be like, oh, but I can't possibly, you know, like, how are you, how are you figuring this? And like, are you, how, how are you going to continue to do it through this? And I'm just like, wait, what's happening here? Like, why are mm -hmm. you, why are you praying for my failure kind yeah. of thing? So like, there's that kind of feedback that gets in the way, but then there's like having those people that are ready to tell you after a show that like you tanked and why, mm -hmm. right? And like, that's so important. But that like to bring it back to the social media, like we were talking about earlier, another piece that's been interesting is like, when I first started posting every day, I was happy about like okay this posted really well like oh my god i'm awesome and then it posted mm. bad i was like everyone's mean yeah right? like, <laughs> it's like, everyone it's, else's fault it's not me yeah it's yeah. like everyone's stupid but it's like there is i don't know like the algorithm the algorithm on instagram changes all the time and i even people that i know that research them right now are like yo i don't know what's going on like celebrities mm. that are like are you seeing my posts like there's weird things happening there's that, nothing funnier than watching a celebrity just freak the fuck out when right. you can tell they're like yeah. Uh, I got to take my shirt off. You have a million followers <laughs> and you're still like, is this thing on? Oh. But um, no, like it's, there is some kind of wisdom in the fact that you could post something and it's like, okay, how come no one cared about this? Mm -hmm. Like there's something still to be learned from that. And it takes taking a step down from that pedestal of like, everyone's mean and I'm the victim. Like changing that narrative to be like, how can I still learn something from this right now to mm -hmm. get my head out of my ass and, and break down the belief that my image and the way that people perceive me is crystallized and perfect and unchangeable right like mm. you finishing school and being like i'm gonna step into this play and i'm gonna crush it and then if you didn't like hopefully not going through that and being like this play is stupid and these people are all like lesser than me and they don't see my talent like changing it and being like what just happened mm -hmm. and how can i actually like something just like ripped off a part of me and like what am i gonna do about that am i gonna just mm. ignore it and like point the finger at other people for doing this to me or am I gonna like you know that age-old thing of it's like it's not happening to me it's happening for me so mm. like what is it showing you and now that that piece is ripped off 
right? Like there's, a, I think it's Japanese, like they have a practice that's like kintsuki. I'm probably butchering that word so bad, but the idea that when something ceramic breaks, you fill it with gold. So then mm. like when you put it back together, you fill the cracks with gold and it's like, it's more beautiful than it ever was. Like you fixed mm. the thing and you upped it. So like what happens in these moments of like, I get a post and it tanks, like, am I just going to like delete it and pretend it didn't happen? Like when you do, mm. when you don't do well with the show, it's like, are you going to just never talk to those people again and like try to go do something else in a different city? Yeah. Right. Or like, are we going to integrate those findings and actually like have the, the foresight and the courage to look at what it's showing us and the fact that like, we're not perfect and are ever changing. Yeah. And also just what are we, what are we basing our identity off of? And if it's based on I'm perfect or I'm great or this just idea of ourselves, that isn't like a transi transitory changing thing, that it is almost building like a brittle spirit or a brittle self-image because whatever our identity is built on, again, I'm tying it to fucking Eckhart Tolle, but that I'm realizing more and more how many things in my life maybe were like either I'm spending too much money on clothes and that's just something I'm constantly doing or I'm basing my worth or my value on how well a video does that I made or if the song I put out gets shared a lot mm -hmm. that it's almost another layer now that we build our identities off of and it's such an out of our control thing mm -hmm. like a social media app is not it's not an actual like normal conversation it's a new means of communication that we're still understanding but we're so readily just handing over a portion of ourselves to a a algorithm a program you know mm -hmm. it's it's not it's not like we're just talking to other people it's something other than human and i think mm -hmm. there's something wild about that relationship that we probably won't understand fully because it's still unfolding but like us as artists like you looking at doing projects in the future that involve social media or you know streaming stuff like that or like if i'm doing a live stream of my band or something like that that like, are we doing it for the the sake of we're going to perform and whoever receives it, receives it, and I'm content with that? Or is it like, this is the thing that's going to it's gonna make me, I know this it. This is my big break. This is it, my yeah. Chance. But that's fucking everybody right now, and that's what's extra wild is since the means of live performance is constricted to this, that we're all just learning how to also get our artistic rocks off yeah. while, you know, without other people. It's kind of dope Present. though. I don't know. It's like shame, like this weird shamelessness of just like, fuck it. Like the other day I was sitting in the kitchen and it was like first thing in the morning and like our other roommate was awake and like around. And I just like wanted to post a really quick video to this group that I'm in for like, we have like a WhatsApp chat. And I posted this five minute long thing of me just talking, like whatever, a stream of consciousness. And like Emily, our other roommates, like walking around and I'm just like thinking as it's happening, I'm like, dude, a year ago, I would have felt so weird just sitting here, like thinking that my thoughts are important enough to make a video just being like, hey guys, just like eating my avocado toast and having a thought. <laughs> like I would have been like, who do you think you are? But now it's like mm. strangely normalized, right? Because like, I mean, March hit. And everyone just like, like every dancer I know, like I have dancer friends that make the joke that it's like, it's like March 10th, March 12th, and then like March 13th, everyone's like, and we're back. Yeah. Like, and everyone's just on Instagram live. Like everyone's got a dance class. Everyone's got a workout for you. Everyone's mm -hmm. just like going live, showing you like 
them drinking in their kitchen. Like everyone suddenly is like, here's my platform. Right. And it's kind of like, there's going to be, it's like, it's like when, I don't know. And it's this whole, it's this whole quarantine thing that I've been enjoying witnessing so much like this coming into our own that Mm. like I think is outwardly maybe perceived as like ugly for a second right like this this shape-shifting kind of like when you see a bird that's like turning from like a like a baby chick to like a chicken and it's in the middle and you're like what it's weird right you're like huh but it's on its way somewhere and like I think Mm. that's kind of like the most beautiful stage because you see the potential of like right like I talk about that there's two camps of like the people that decided to grow their hair out, hashtag me. And then the people that, team hair, (laughs) team hair. But then there's that camp. And then there's the people that just like, like the girls I know that are just like shave their heads. Cause they're like, I can't be bothered. Mm. Or like the people that it's like, you slowly start to only shift through the clothes that are actually comfortable. Like, Mm. I'm just like, I think I'm like, dude, what were we doing with skinny jeans? Like when I wear them now, I'm like, what is this for? Like, who is this for? I'm not comfortable. And you just start to shed. <laughs> I'm like, uh, You're like I still fucking roast me. Oh, no, I absolutely. I mean, just to be clear, I still have two pairs in there. All right. Sorry. Right there. But it's just the idea that like to think that, I don't know, or even, you know, like the period of time I went through that I would put on liquid eyeliner every day. Like anyone who knows me from like high school and even just, yeah, all of college. Just seen for life. It's not just a phase. Day, every day. And it's just like, the time that you spend doing those things and then just to break like right now we're breaking down like we're asking ourselves the question every day like what's actually necessary for my sustainable like well-being like do I need to put a face on every day do I need to like how do I need to show up in like the content that I'm sharing in the way that I'm expressing myself and yeah for some people like I still see people putting on makeup every day I'm like that's fire you're good at it like that's your thing cool but for me that practice fell away right and so for other people it's like dance has fallen away you know or like maybe for you it's like you've got a lot of things you're pulling from and maybe there's going to be a moment that like you don't want to act in other people's plays like who knows these things like fall together and fall apart based on what we've got in front of us and yeah right now a lot has fallen away that's out of our control and it means that like there's space for us to suddenly kind of like have that period of time where we're like uncomfortably scrambling and then Mm -hmm. like we're gonna see what sticks right we're gonna throw a bunch at the wall and see what falls off and what sticks and I think that that can look like for a while everyone jumping on Instagram and being like, so a lot of you are asking about my skincare routine. Like there's going to be some of that. And some of it's going to be like, yikes, that's a, that's a red X. Like that one didn't work, but like we're trying things. And I think that's so great. Yeah, I agree. I think like there, there is like a blessing inside of the shit can that is, you know, this year in the COVID world and that, that there's either you have the choice of, you can finally do some of the things that you've been meaning to do for a long time or, or explore things um, that it's either you, you take the time to reflect on yourself and then kind of answer the call a little bit, you know, or, or you kind of submit to it a little bit because it's very easy. Like you can see how much negativity has come from this time too, that it's either you fall into despair and lose hope or it's fuck man. Like, I've wanted to write this play. I've wanted to start my own blog. I want to start like, 
you have the opportunity finally to just do things that have been a like someday mm -hmm. for so long that now it's damn you have all this free time the time that maybe we've been wishing for our entire lives and you finally get it and it's funny how people don't know what to do with it all of a sudden we've been in such a kind of rat race of just fucking go 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 be it in new york city or wherever that when all of a sudden you don't have to do that anymore it's just just be just do you for a while mm -hmm. while this virus goes away what are you gonna do mm -hmm. people are like uh drink all day that's or like try to find a way to go back to work right now right like, need a job i hate yeah exactly need it yeah i know <laughs> and it's like fuck <laughs> fucking coffee was deemed essential so i still have to go to work and the more I've had free time to just do my own thing, I'm like, damn. Like, you know, I tell you probably every day I have to go to work. I'm like, man, I cannot wait till I never have to serve someone a coffee again. I cannot wait for that day. Shout out to Tyler's job. Yeah, th <laughs> <laughs> thanks for not firing me. <laughs> They're like, all right. Um, all right we're going to have to can him after this. <laughs> yeah, he's out. I, I'm just not going to, there's not. Can we add a hashtag to the video maybe down below? So you can uh, no, because uh, I work at Starbucks. <laughs> Drop a pin yeah. <laughs> to the location. Oh, man, look at my Tyler juicy thighs. I didn't even... <laughs> I didn't notice I've been sitting just full spread the entire video. Are we going to have to start again? The white balance is just off. The camera doesn't know yeah, what to do. Yeah, it's the camera. Oh, it's no, it is. It's not your Irish heritage. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> this is the start of my OnlyFans. <laughs> Casting couch. Um, it's subtle. Yeah, I'm a master of subtlety. Um, no, but I just, I think that's something I'm, you always have to put the disclaimer. COVID's bad. Oh, yeah. Okay, so now that I said that, this time I'm almost done an EP. I've always wanted to release music. I'm almost done an EP. I started a podcast. I, I have been like better with kind of healthy daily rituals for the most part, falling off a little bit. But that... What was initially like when I was staying in PA, kind of becoming depressed because I wasn't doing anything. I was just sitting around thinking about the things that I wanted to do. That it's kind of about the, the slow steps of just one day like, okay, I'm just going to try and record something. We'll see what happens. And then you have to be patient. There's something about like the instant gratification that we're so hooked on that it wasn't until I just allowed things to take time and be it like I worked on the EP for a month and two months go by where nothing happens. At first I was like losing my mind. It's like, I need to finish it. But then no, just when it's time, it's time. And you have to know that sometimes, okay, I just need to sit for a bit. Hmm. That's been one of my biggest takeaways. Um, and well, and it like, it gives you too this clarity of like, once you dip your toe in something and then you have that time where the timeline is, it doesn't meet your expectations because I have a similar thing, right? Where it's, I mean, we've been talking to you. Like I have a, I live in New York part-time with you. And then the other part of the time I'm holed up in like a house on a farm in Asheville by myself. Right. So the minute I got there, I started just like hounding my landlord being like, let's turn this into an artist residency. I was telling everyone about it. I was like, <laughs> okay, it's going to be awesome. You guys can come stay with me. It's going to be COVID safe. Like we can make little like makeshift beds for everybody and just like make work and da 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 all this stuff. And it's like, I've been there now for six months. I still can't get my landlord on the phone to save my life. Right. So it's just like, but what that did was like, if that housing situation doesn't work out and he never comes through for me 
I'm I'm sold on the idea at this point, right? Like I can't live without that happening. Mm. And I'm willing to do whatever I need to do for that to take place, right? And so it's like for your EP, it's like if you hadn't gotten a taste of what that could be and talked about it enough and gotten far enough in the process that you're like, I'm not willing to give this up. It's like maybe you would have just recorded a demo and like then 10 years of your life would have just passed by instead of you being like, yeah, this isn't the timeline I wanted, but like I'm going to see this through hmm. and I know that. And it's like, I th again, it's like throwing a bunch of ideas at a wall and seeing like if some things don't stick, are you going to pick up that same thing and throw it at the wall again because you need it? Mm -hmm. Or are you willing to be like, well, maybe that fell away to make space for something new. But it's like, I don't know, to go back to what you were talking about too with COVID, it's like I can't obviously, right? Like, I, I don't know, like privilege and all those things aside, like trying to stay PC about it. Like, uh, I know like there are people out there that are going through harder things than me. 100%. If you could just apologize a little bit more you could before just, you say you something's going well. If you could just completely degrade your <laughs> I, your I'm getting a little uncomfortable with how well you're saying you're doing, so if you could just kind of take Pretty that Pretty sure down you're being canceled in real time. but Yeah, my phone's actually lighting up right now. They're like, <laughs> she's done. Yeah, so, but all that aside, I think that underneath this dichotomy right now of like the people that you see that are thriving you're like yo this person came out of the woodworks and they're like like i was talking to a friend the other day he's like yeah this girl just like bought a space in new york and she's gonna like make it into a thing and i'm like whoa like that's incredible who like remind mm -hmm. me again what was she doing before like that sort of thing and mm -hmm. then there's the people that it's like radio silence there's nothing wrong with radio silence i think like this mm -hmm. is also this time where like if you need to sleep for six months you probably need to sleep for six months. Mm -hmm. But I think that underneath all of that, the underpinning goes back to what we were saying before about like, what's the seed of the mantra that's driving you without even realizing it? Like what flavor mm -hmm. have you have you infused in the recipe of like the way your thoughts are forming that's like either telling you when something doesn't go right, like when COVID happens and all your jobs get canceled, is there something underneath that that says, all right, well, what, what instead? What next? What else can I do? Or is there something mm -hmm. underneath that that goes, see, I knew I was going to fail. Mm. Like, what's the thing underneath it all? And then, like, how can we dig down all the way to, like, that layer of, like, Leo, Leo DiCaprio and Inception? Like, how can we, like, unearth that, find that thing in its perfect little box and be like, no, nah, this isn't working for me? Mm. So that then when shit flips on its head like it did, we're not, like, stuck in a pattern of, like everything is happening to me and we can shift it. And again, I'm saying all that knowing that there are things that we can't control and there's a lot of hardship. And I lost like, I mean, yeah, they're grandparents and they're old and sure. But I lost two grandparents during COVID like in the last six months. And it's just like, it always happened. Like it, the last one happened, like I was driving up here. And I'm just, of course, like it's the, it's mm. the hard ass in me that didn't even pull over, but I'm like driving, I'm just, <laughs> right. So it's like, shit is hard, but it's like, what, I don't know, as that's happening, I'm like, how is this still beautiful? Like, how can mm. I, right? Like, how is the mantra inside of this still, like, my poetic, beautiful life unfolding for me instead of, like, God, another grandparent? <laughs> like, how can you shift it? Because it's, like, the fact of the matter is that happened, right? Like, first response, mom calls me. She's, like, he passed away. Okay. Right? Like, for me lately, that's been the first thing. And it's, like, you tell me something happened and it's, okay. Mm. It has to be okay. It happened, right? If it's not okay, what's that going to do for you? So, Nothing. but then it's like, then you get to decide now you've just handed me this thing and these, and these factors. And it's like, now what am I going to make with this? How am I going to like MacGyver this 
less than ideal situation into something that I strive to move towards. Yeah, no, that's, that's, I, I'm just really of the mindset more and more now that it's like, we can only actively just do our best every day and just act honestly. And as artists, you can get really wrapped up in just everything is about like your value is in what you make. But at the end of the day, we're still just a fucking body going through life and you have to just take care of yourself. And I think the, for me, I borderline on the obsessive type where it's like, if I'm not doing something or actively trying to better my life, that like weighs on me. But it gets to the point where it's like, sometimes, like you said, when you need to stop, you need to stop. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, and just fostering a more healthy relationship with your own thoughts, with yourself, with whatever that deep down thing is and acknowledging that um, instead of just kind of burying it. And I think mm -hmm. that's another thing just about the holidays is it's like I have, you know, my own grievances with the holidays and what it brings up for me. And it's like you have the choice of do you do you keep your things kind of buried down or or do you actually like take them out when you can look at it and try and slowly just like unpack a little bit as opposed to like adding more things to what you're carrying like can mm -hmm. you can you take time to like okay i don't need this anymore yeah um this isn't serving me anymore this is so old that you know yeah it can just it can fall off i can literally go and it's gone yeah but there's just something about you have to unclip it first right that that man it's it's I, I'll just say you and I, we, we, we in, ingested a certain substance that made me very emotional, um, recently. And, um, I remember it's like some of the most simple life realizations happened during that. And I would just be talking to you and I would just look off for a second and just say like, buh, and then just kind of, <laughs> and like, just start gentle crying, but it's gentle crying. Oh yeah. Just a soft tear. <laughs> But there's just something so, so funny about how simple it is to do something like let go or just mm -hmm. accept, acknowledge and on mm -hmm. you go, you know, that I feel like almost the process of self-help or, you know, changing your life. Like we said at the beginning, it gets so romanticized as this big struggle, but sometimes it's as simple if you just have to stop and either like meditation, recognize when you're thinking know that those thoughts aren't you and just say no just be present and then mm -hmm. sometimes it's like just pause listen to what your body's telling you and you can like have these crazy experiences where it's like wow yeah i that's why i feel this way mm -hmm. that's why i act this way that's why i react to certain people this way that you don't have to all the time yeah. you know it, it's so simple to just no i'm that's not serving me anymore yep no and i think like experiences that give us a different perspective or like literally alter our mind will give us they'll give us the perspective that we need in order to find like the loose threads that we can pull at yeah right it's like when you think about i don't know the idea of like if there's if if there's a bunch of if you have a bunch of rope and it's in a big knot 
Mm. Right. Or like if you ever, I don't know, I have like long hair or whatever. Sometimes when I, you know, when you're in a rush, you go to brush and you start at the top and you're just like, oh, like, <laughs> and it's making it worse because you're just trying to tackle the whole thing. Be like, I need to be fixed. Like I need all the knots out. Or like mm. if you look at, yeah, something that's in a huge mess of a knot, if you just start pulling at one side, it's like, like, what are you doing? You're probably, you're probably making it tighter. You're not really seeing the entire thing. You're going into it, this anxiety mindset of like, just trying to get to the solution. But I think like experiences like we had, or just like talking to different people or like going through, yeah, going through different experiences, exposing yourself to family, right? Because I think that's something big that comes up around the holidays is like, there's a Ram Dass mm-hmm. quote that's like, if you think you, you're woke and you have your shit figured out, like go spend a week with your family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause you're probably wrong. Yeah. And it's like, cause that's going to bring up a different thing that you weren't looking at. And some of those threads, like I know for a lot of us, it's like the exposure to family, like that's maybe not a thread that you're ready to pull out yet. That's going to untangle the knot. Maybe that's like the last thing that needs to be tackled. But the more times that you shift your perspective to that, like interwoven thing, you'll find a place where it is like you were saying, where it's just like, Oh, okay. Mm. That was easy. Right. And now the whole thing is a little bit closer to being untangled and being solved. But it's like it took that shifting of or like, you know, when you're doing a Rubik's Cube, if you try if you get hell bent on like this one side is perfect and I can't touch it and I got to just try to like muscle my way through the whole thing. It's like sometimes it takes that shift in perspective and feeling almost like you're you're losing progress. Like we'll feel like we're taking a step backwards, but it's like sometimes that's the only way to actually get the entire puzzle integrated. Yeah. And yeah, so I think there are those threads that we can pull at that it's just like, oh, I've been eating less sugar lately and like, wait, that's just somehow fine. Right. Or like, oh, I used to be really good friends with this person and I realized whenever I hang out with them, I feel like shit after. Mm. Let me just stop texting them. Like some of those threads are just ready to get pulled at. Yeah. Or like oh, I made my bed today. That was easy. Let me just keep doing that. Like those things that it's like, cool, I did it. Got it. Check. And like the more of those we can do, again, it's like when you're brushing your hair and it's like you get some of the knots out and then you get more and then before you know it, all the knots are gone. And it's like Mm. the bigger pieces that can't get shipped off freely that don't feel like a a loose piece that you can pull off, it takes all of that preparation work and it goes back to two where you're talking about with intention setting and micro steps and moving towards a new year. It's like what mm. little pieces can you tug at that will aid in the overall macro picture of what you're moving towards. At least I learned what the difference between micro and macro is because that really threw me for a second. That, that's the, t- the takeaway for everyone. You learned anything today. No, but I was honestly, it just the same thought popped in my head as you were saying all that is it's so much about just being present and daily, just just whatever small steps you can take amount to something over the long run. Jenga. Um, that's the thing I was trying to think of. Oh, right? shit. Right? It's like yeah, when you're yeah. playing Jenga and you poke at the pieces, which I don't think you're supposed to poke at the pieces. I feel like it's Maybe cheating, but that's the only way I Whatever, dude. Like, I'm learning. So Yeah, right, but why so, are we taking it so seriously? Yeah, like, relax. It's a game. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Grant is like, no, you can't. <laughs> We're going to get canceled, and that's why. Oh, It's yeah. the Jenga thing. It's not any of the other shit I said. But no, it's like you poke at the pieces, and some of, if you try to like move a piece that feels unmovable, you're going to knock the whole thing over. Unless you're like a champ, which I've never seen it. But it's like you have to find the pieces that are just like, oh, that was literally the easiest thing I've ever done. Mm. You put it on top. Cool. Now your turn's over. You get an entire another round where you're just like sitting on your hands. And it's like, yeah, that's what I was trying to get at before. I was thinking about like the loose pieces and I couldn't form the image. 
Mm. But Jenga, anyway. No, that uh, 100%. <laughs> I'm glad we now have answers for that, too. Fuck Rubik's Cues. Um, yeah, that wasn't it. No, no, no. <laughs> but, but, but it's true. It's true. And I think that's a really good analogy that it's, hmm. it's just so much about patience, too. I don't, I struggle with patience. And I think we as a collective society really struggle with patience. We're kind of getting more and more used to instant gratification that mm -hmm. there's something about planting seeds and giving it time to grow mm -hmm. that we just want the plant delivered to us in two days in Amazon yeah prime. by Amazon mm -hmm. prime yeah um which well I guess by the time this comes out we'll know who won the gift card but congratulations to whoever did that um <laughs> nice solid effort <laughs> it's my first promo I've never <laughs> I've never had to bribe people to yeah. fucking subscribe you're not sure how to tackle this it's okay yeah no I I'm just accepting that this is how the world works and I need to <laughs> bribe my friends to support me that's correct <laughs> that's yeah, what it takes correct. whatever no that's cool um I would do the same thing um but yeah I think that's what I'm taking into the new year that's not going to be any grand gesture but it's more just being present because I think that's really hard it's really hard to actually be present if we've taken anything from how we collectively responded to this it's like we're fortunate that we're at least in a positive place now but like i had like a shit week like just for a week i just felt off and you know there are multiple reasons for that but there's something about just being like you know what this is where i'm at right now but this doesn't mean that this is where my life is or that this is like how it's gonna be forever yeah like this is just what it is right now so feel it but don't take that as like this this is the new norm because mm -hmm. every every minute that comes every day more but every moment that comes can just change mm -hmm. and the less we get attached to anything as like this is you know gotta, this, gotta have this yeah yeah like if any of this goes away my my idea of myself is shattered but mm -hmm. that's just not it's just not one realistic and it's also not sustainable because mm -hmm. we're kind of like trying to stand on a million different pillars trying to balance ourselves and it's like at the end of the day we just we are a product of whatever we're consuming what energy we're taking in and what we put out and that's always changing always yeah and i think it's also just important to point out that um you know two fucking artists in new york have all the answers um just as everyone <laughs> suspected um but i honestly like i've been looking so forward to doing this podcast with you and i think it's perfect timing because like even today like i was deep in my feels before we did this like the holidays are just they're a hard time for me and i think they're a hard time for a lot of people and during covid it's especially hard because even for people that like myself, like there are often on times that it's like there, there are parts of your life that you have to kind of face during the holidays that it's hard. And then when you add in the way that the world's just functioning right now, it's like, what the fuck? Like, how do I even approach it? But there's something so nice about being able to, to verbally just unpack things, you yeah. know, be it, I talk to myself in a podcast or we journal or we talk, like we'll sit in the kitchen for hours just talking, mm. that there's something so cool about just like, hey, on this day, this is where we were at. Yup, um, giving the present emphasis, right? Mm -hmm. Cause like when we sit in our head for too long, we either think about what we've done or we think about what we wanna do, but then the emphasis in the present is lost. And then like, I mean, yeah, like a phrase I say a lot when I'm teaching is just like, that it's so important to acknowledge where you are. In movement, mm -hmm. that's true, right? Because like, you're not gonna be able to figure out 
how to effectively make a transition for your arm from A to B if you don't know where A is. Mm. You're going to do some hypothetical thing based on your idea of yourself or where you wish you were. And it's like the more time we spend deepening in the present, then we can figure out like, okay, these are the pieces I have. And then like what happens next from here? Because I took the time to unpack the thought. Um, I had a professor in college used to say, um, deepen where you are before you go to the next. Mm. And, you know, as an 18 year old, we were like, what is she on? Like, yeah. <laughs> what? But the older you get, like that one age is like fine wine, right? It's like deepen where you are. But yeah, before you, before you move on, like give yourself the moment to, and then mm. the next thing will, it will, it will reveal itself to you. And then you can just step into it. Yeah. I had a dance teacher once who said, drop your taint. <laughs> How's that working out for you? <laughs> Do it all the time. That's how I'm paying the bills. Okay. Um, but actually, it's just funny about like acknowledging where you're at spatially in dance just because that's how I broke my ankle. I like jumped and just forgot where the floor was, just landed on the side of my foot and just like, did, like there's something. Didn't acknowledge where you were. <laughs> no, in midair, I just, I forgot. And then the next moment I'm on the floor. Being forced to acknowledge where you were. Yeah, they were got, <laughs> Tyler, you're on the floor. So my, Oh, you're injured. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that sucked. I hate dancing. Um, <laughs> but we all knew that. Um, no, but it's true. And I think the more and more we can try and just acknowledge that and accept the present for what it is and not there's something about getting lost in fantasy or when you're either trying to manifest so hard to think forward so hard that I feel like the mind is a weird thing and it as we've seen, the more you kind of tell yourself something and like the whole idea of like manifesting that the more you focus on something, I feel like you're training your mind to find that. So that's where it's not like you just think something and magically life is like, all right, well, you know, you thought about a car for a while. So here, Santa brought it, but mm. something about like, be it, you have an idea of how people perceive you or what your relationship is with social media or your art or whatever that you'll kind of find that. And it's about creating a healthy mindset with how you are approaching life, you know, because it's really easy to fall into the, you know, everyone's out to get me or everyone hates my art or whatever. And then you're going to find that. So it's like if I'm insecure about a podcast I'm putting out and someone dislikes it, I'm like, fuck the multiple people who liked it. One person disliked it and that I knew it. Well, you know? and what does that tell you? Like, how do you talk to yourself about that person that disliked it, right? Are you like, fucking idiot? Yeah. Or are, you, or are you like, I gotta, like, I gotta figure out who this is so that I can berate them? Or is it like, I kind of am curious who did that so that I can figure out if there was a reason behind it? Like, well, that's like the what's, thing. what happens yeah. when something happens to you that sucks? It always, <laughs> like, the only thing that, like, comes out is, like, if I get a dislike on a video or something, I'm just like, I just want to know, like, I'm curious why. Mm -hmm. That I wish it's like, if you want to dislike, you have to leave a comment yeah. saying why. You got to give feedback. And yeah. it's like, you're gay. And I'm give like, us a review. all right, chill. That's a, that's a critique. Cool. I, I'll, I am gay. I'll take that into consideration. Um, come over and I'll show you how gay. Um, <laughs> I'll be less but, gay next <laughs> Probably no promises actually. <laughs> hey, um, so I'm here with, um, what do you do? Dance? Um, <laughs> you girly stuff. What kind of girl stuff do you do? You're going to work on this bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll work on that. I can't even get my voice low. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> Like so many people I know are like, their voice is so high and then they can still drop down. I'm like, I can't. <sighs> this week on Deep End, Tyler Ivy. No, I can't do it. Um, but yeah, I guess that's, I'm just trying to approach the new year in a new way. 
So I think I've always had some kind of grand approach, but it's like, yo, whatever we're doing right now, that doesn't change a week from now when it's, oh, well, it's 2021 now. Mm -hmm. Like, stop putting the weight on this year being the thing where everything goes right. Like, right. Time is a construct also. Right? Yeah. It's so funny. But it's like, truly, we think that like turning the calendar page is going to be like, COVID's gone. Like, I don't know. I've heard mm -hmm. things that it's like, well, 2021, it'll be different. It's like, mm, eventually it'll be different. Yeah. But it's not going to happen like when you... But don't be at the mercy of the world's circumstances. Like, mm -hmm. those are forever out of our control. It's just about how we respond. Mm -hmm. um, and there's always just a healthy route. There's always. And it's sometimes, like, the better of two, like, pretty rough things. And sometimes you have a tough time, but you have to get through it. But it's, like, it's just about, like, trying to make the most of whatever's happening. Yeah. So, like, don't just say, oh, I'm waiting for 2021. That's when stuff will be fine. It's, like, there's still opportunities now outside of the shit storm that right. is what's happening. And um, this, I mean, the scary thing about how things are right now for a lot of people, I feel like, is that if we're used to defaulting to other people telling us what to do, there's a lot less of that right now. Because mm -hmm. number one, there's just like a lot of things just aren't happening. But number two, like the people that we usually look to also maybe don't know what the hell's going on. Major mm -hmm. dance organizations right now are just shutting down, right? So the people we used to look to to be like the face of New York dance are like slowly and like exiting the chat and mm. then we're just like okay well i thought you were going to tell me what to do and if you're not going to tell me what to do like am i just out in the middle of the ocean like like i think of that scene in titanic when the, when the <laughs> ship sinks and they're all just like ah! like are we yeah. that but like can't we again like can we re-engineer based on the things that we actually have in the moment to like to swim over and find the whistle like find, find the frozen dude's whistle and blow Dude. it like what are how are we going to work with what we've got instead of like waiting for instruction like further mm. instructions and it's like some of that yeah like we got to listen to each other and see what other people need and be in response and all of that but this is like this strange void where we also have to like blink a few times look around the room that we're in and be like what do i got here like am i actually trapped in this moment or like can i can i make something out of this that yeah. makes it tenable like you're not necessarily the guy who falls off the top of the boat when it's like doing the peak and he he's ah hits the hits the propeller and goes devastating thum, 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 thum. i'm like if anyone had it the worst in that movie it's yeah. the dude who's like i'm gonna make it um. like that that's fucking tragic we got we gotta watch that movie. I haven't watched it in a long yeah, time. We've talking about it a lot. We have. Wait, what's the other line you really like? The um <laughs> the, the I can see the Statue of Liberty already. <laughs> it's uh, very small, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, how do I not fucking remember this um, guy? I no, just, and then there, there, there's the, I have a child. I like I, that one too. It's just, what's the um? It's too much. The uh, what is it? Diamond uh, the coat. Yeah, I put the coat or uh, I, put, I the put the diamond, diamond into the coat. coat. I put the coat on her. <laughs> <laughs> shit um wisdom yeah no that if there's any wisdom let's just look at the titanic um, any leo dicaprio movie second one we've referenced on this podcast uh, yeah i gotta work on the face but i feel like i do it a lot casually the, the, the leo meme face yeah, uh, yeah i i can't mm -hmm. do it based off of feeling but i'll work on it mm. um we'll get you in front of a mirror lord knows i'm yeah. never there <laughs> um no nah, i yo this is sick we fucking did our first one how'd we do uh, yeah, you guys I be sure to let up. us know with a thumbs up or a yeah. thumbs down. Hit me with a dislike. Do Drop a comment. Tell me why. <laughs> <laughs> you both seem really gay. Well, if there's two bi people on a couch, it either adds up to... That's one straight and one gay, right? Depends on if it's half glass half full or half empty. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you want to look at it. 
I'm sure they'll let us know in the comments. They um, will. They're people like, I was waiting for this to break out into like an OnlyFans situation. Like they're both on a couch. <laughs> Why didn't it? How come nothing happened here? They never got naked. They just kept talking. Yeah. <laughs> Pornhub <laughs> sucks now. I should honestly, I should be uploading all these to Pornhub. If I'm being, I feel like people, I never go on Pornhub. But when I do, I know that they, <laughs> I don't, my, my, <laughs> my alter ego goes on. But, um, I feel like there's people who actually just upload just serious, like content. No just, way. That's yeah. Like there's people who upload <laughs> sketches. Brilliant. Yeah. I'll try it out. Maybe with this episode, I'll see if I can do it. So there's probably someone who's the entire video been like slow stroking. Like, wow. It's put, called deep in Tyler Ivy. Just they when out their journal, like oh, that's really interesting. I've never thought about it like that before. Still, like, yeah, one hand on the pen, one hand just on to the. Be clear, yeah. Hmm, I don't know which which object I should be working right now, but I feel like I grew from this. <laughs> um, Jesus, I'm sorry. We we made it so close without even like the one with my dad. It's like this we'll genuine this thing. Post. No, I won't. We won't. won't. Edit. It's staying. We're not editing this. Guys, I, this is what you, what you see is what you get. <laughs> <laughs> no, but thank you so much for doing it. I imagine this will probably be a semi-regular thing just because you and I are always like shooting this shit. And I'm you like, know where I live. we should have been recording. Um, That's true. Well, is there anything content wise you want to plug or you want to just toss your Instagram out there? You know, yeah, check out my IG. Um, it's at Rosie with three O's and two E's. And we could just type that somewhere. It'll be you know? it'll be down below. Down or, below. Yeah, you'll you'll find it. Yeah, or... I got you know some some dance things happening there. Um, I do an online course like I mentioned earlier. It's eight weeks. Um, it's just basically designed to use movement as a personal development tool. So there's movement classes. Um, it's on Zoom, so it's COVID friendly. It's you know wherever you are in the world, we can connect, which has been super dope. It's got written coursework, uh, you know, guided meditations, different like daily practices to do and different like themes every week to kind of help people move towards a space of just like thinking creatively and using your body as a vessel to like unearth that wisdom that we all have in our physical meat suits um, to just, you know, like live a life that feels the way you want it to feel. Um, and so, yeah, I work with a lot of dancers cause I am a dancer, but like, I'm really excited at the prospect of just working with people that consider themselves to be creative minded, which really could be anybody, right? Like we're yeah. all artists in that, right? So the program is called Embodied Artist. I'm super stoked on it. I think we're launching another, the next like cohort, the next group is either mid January or um, beginning of February. So um yeah you can reach out to me if you're interested in that and uh we'll chat on it oh yeah if you ever do like a tom york dance course i'll be sure to take it it's about the random flailing is all i'm capable of now the longer i'm away from like dance training it's that's I mean, all that's i have to offer pretty much like what happens in my classes if you want it to happen <laughs> there's no tondus and there's no plies it's just listening so yeah i'll Vibrate you guys, Tyler's going to be on my next horse. <laughs> I have my first enrollee. Yeah, guys, if you want to watch me dance, sign up for her course. <laughs> Turns red. Yeah, I'm, oh, God. <laughs> um, sick. No, so please check out her stuff. Rosie, I'm so grateful that you did this. Um, happy ho-ho holidays or none if you don't believe in anything. Um, then I guess just enjoy another day enjoy of- Enjoy your non-secular December. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, enjoy. Um, and congrats to whoever won the drawing. 
uh i guess you'll find out right after this but um yeah thank you again for doing it rosie look up for shit this is deep in tyler ivy and we'll catch up with you next time